Be'ezus Hashem Yisbarech. We will continue with Simon Yud Aleph in the Geres HaKodesh, the eleventh letter of the holy letters of the Balatanya, which is known as Laskil Chavina, to enlighten a person with understanding. We are explaining some very deep, incomprehensible ideas which allow a person to have the beginning of enlightenment. Which the Balatanya his premise, the premise of this simon, the premise of this parak is that a person should have no attachments at all. He should have no desires at all. Meaning to say that his desires that he does have, that he might have right now at this moment, If he had true clarity, if he really was enlightened with understanding, if he was not a confused person, if he had clear awareness, if he was able to see the way a tzaddik could see, if his eyes and his mind and his heart were so sensitive to the truth that there is in this world, if they were so highly in tune with everything that there is around them, the person would instantly, all of his desires would disappear. He is not trying to convince a person to go on a tremendous mission of fighting with his Yetzirah. He's not trying to explain to a person a lifelong job of struggle of eliminating your will for God's will. He's actually saying something entirely different. That if you are truly aware to the true will, to the true purpose of this world, if you have real clarity, if you can begin to comprehend the vastness of the purpose of your life, if you could see the panoramic vision, if you could have a complete portrait of your whole entire life, if you could see your whole entire life in front of you, if you could see the meaning of everything, if you could put yourself in that position to really see with complete, with wakefulness, with awareness, then instantly at that moment your desires will disappear. And we are showing that if we go deep into the concepts of this parak, we will see that there are times in our life when at those moments there's no desires at all. A person's desires are so insignificant. They are so obliterated. They are so subsumed. They are so diluted that they don't exist at all. (coughs) 
He's like a person sometimes driving on the highway and he's falling asleep. And all of a sudden, as he catches himself at the last second before he falls asleep, he sees a truck right before him and because of his lack of awareness, the truck almost just crashes into his car. And he gets such a jolt, such a jostle, such a wake up. He doesn't need to stop anymore at a 7-Eleven or a Starbucks to get a coffee. Because seeing his life about to end in front of him. That scare, that shock wakes him up entirely. It wakes him up that he's so weird, he's so, he's, 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 his sleepful state, his unconsciousness, his tiredness disappears. If you never had this in a, in, a, in a certain way, you don't know what it means. But if you add it even in a tiny way, you understand what it means. What, hap- what happens to a person's tiredness when he becomes completely awake? A person's tiredness disappears. And over here what the Balatanya is sharing with us is that it's because a person is tired. It's because he sees the old in everything. That he squanders this moment here right now. Ultimately speaking, why does a person have desires? Why does a person so obsessed with one moment in the future. Why does a person live so much of his life waiting to start to live? He's waiting for a better moment to come. He is waiting for something in the future that's going to redeem him, that's going to save him, that's going to change him. This is a tremendous, tremendous meditation. This is a tremendous observation. Why is a person tired at this moment? A person's tired at this moment because he doesn't see the newness of life. He doesn't see that at this moment he's being created something from nothing. And if a person would truly understand this, it truly will be aware of this. And truly begin to understand the illusion of time. The tremendous illusion that there is in time. That in time I will start to live. Give me a few more moments, a few more days, a few more years. And then... The ultimate thing is going to happen. Then I will change. Then I will start to live. Then I will become. Then I will arrive. All of this is imaginary states of time. Because when will you arrive? Never. Because you're already there. Because the only time is now. Because this moment, Hashem is creating you something brand new from nothing. 
which means incomprehensible. And this moment will never ever last as this moment. Because this moment is a moment of creation. And a second later you create it again. And the awesomeness of being created from something, from nothing to something, means that every moment, the past moment dies, it disappears. And that beginning, that creative moment, this moment that Hashem creates something from nothing, yesh means something. Yesh means that you're, 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 you're a Matthias, you have a sense of self. And nothing means God's wisdom. It means from the incomprehensible. So the miracle of life, the miracle of birth, the pleasure of all the pleasures, the reason why you wish you could stay on this earth for another day, another minute, another year, the reason why it's so, it's the desire of all desires is because it's the most magical thing that there is. No words in the world could describe life. No, nothing in the world could describe life. And life is an opposite experience. It's your soul and your body coming together every second, every heartbeat, every lung breathing in and out, every moment. It's a perpetual experience, it's a constant experience. And even being asleep in that state is pleasure beyond anything. Even while you're sleeping, whether you're sleeping through life because you're unaware of your purpose, because you're always rooted in the past or in the future, or whether you're actually physically sleeping in your bed, the pleasure of the moment right now is incomparable to anything in the world. Because whether you're experiencing pleasure in this moment or whether you're not experiencing, whether you're going through some form of pain, some anxiety, some bill you have to pay or some problem. The pleasure, the underlying goodness, the underlying life, the underlying being a vessel, being a, a, a keli, being able to be an organ, being able to hold life, the miracle of life, which means a dead body coming alive every moment. Much more than Tchiesa Mesa, because it's, it's nothing, the incomprehensible of God, the wisdom of God creating you at this moment, which is every moment of your life, is only this moment, only this moment does your life take being, only this moment does your life come into being. And in the face of that, if you're fully aware of that, every sense of self disappears. Just like sleepful state disappears when you're about to see death in front of you. Because when you see death in front of your eyes, you're fully alive. So is the exact same thing with this moment right now. Whether you're aware of it or not, this is the only moment of your life. The moment that you have right at this moment is the only moment that your life unfolds in.
And the Balatanya explains something over here, which Lubavitcher Rebbe explains as something entirely different. He uses the words, Yishkoin Oir Hashem. It's It's a language that does not find itself in Tanya. Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Yishkin Hashem, for Hashem to dwell in you. Then you could have this nullification. You could struggle. You could have this nullification through struggle. You could struggle that God should be inside you. Because even when you're asleep, there's Yishkin Hashem. The part of you that the part of you that's really the true you, the part of you that's Ekya. I am because I am the, the part of you that Hashem says I'm in you. That's always in you, even if you're asleep to it. So Yishkin Hashem is always happening. Hashem Even if you're asleep, even if you're in, in addiction, Hashem is still there. But we're talking about Yishkin Oir Hashem. Sheyishkoin means the dwellingness of Hashem is oir, is revealed. It's revealed in you. This type of level is talking about, this is like similar to Ke'en L'Asid. This is similar to what's going to be when Mashiach is going to come. To have that experience while you're still in this world. It's only a few times in Tanya that he describes how you could get there. Only a few times in Tanya does he describe how to make that real in your life. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe says that the words laskil chabina mean individual. It wasn't plural. Because he's telling every person that you could reach this idea. You could reach the idea of realizing that there could be Yishkun Hashem, that your body could be so, your body, your vehicle, your organ, could be so surrendered, could be in such a surrendered state that God could be revealed in your body. Not that God dwells in your body. God dwells in everyone's body. But if you're asleep to it, if you're not aware of it, it's just like a person who sleep. He's asleep, he's also experiencing the greatest pleasure. But it's, incompar- it's incomparable to when you're awake. Now what is the most awakeful state that a person can be in? Awake means enlightened. A weir, complete clarity. A mind that's empty, a heart that's empty. A mind that's empty is surrendered. A heart that's empty is surrendered to God. And that's what he's talking about over here. The Lubavitcher Rebbe says, the, the nullification, the surrendered state has to be revealed. In order for that to happen. In order for God to dwell in you, to be present in you. Right now, in order for him to be present in you, to reveal in order for him to interact, to enclose himself, to dwell in you, to be present within you, constantly. 
There has to be this utter nullification, this under-surrendered state of your mind and your heart and your body. You should have no desires at all. Do you have any desires of fulfillment by the moment of your chuppah? The whole entire wedding is all for that one moment. To experience one moment of Yishkanay Rashem. Ecstasy, where you go out of yourself. There's no self to witness. Very few people have any memory of their chuppah. Because even the area of the moyach hazikaran, even the, the brain of memory, is subsumed with the joy of getting married. Lababachinev explains, Whoever did not see Simchas Beisasheva never saw Simcha in his life, never saw joy in his life. He says, Why doesn't it say, Why doesn't it say, Whoever never joyed, who never had the, the joy, the ecstasy of Simchas Beisasheva never had joy in his life? Why would he say it's much better to say somebody who participated than say somebody who witnessed? Says the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the ones who experience that ecstasy. Ecstasy means transcendence of self, means going out of himself. They were not there, they were not aware. Their memory was subsumed with that joy that there is no room for any recording. They were so alive, they were so enjoyed, they were in such a, place, such a state of true joy that there was no recording going on, there was no accumulation, there was no room for a sense of self to record what's going on. There was no picture taking with the mind. So if you went over to them afterwards, you asked them what happened, they had no idea. Similar to what a person experiences at the moment of his chuppah. It's integrating the moment of your chuppah your whole entire life. And a person who knows this, truly knows it, will never have an argument with his spouse. Because he will be fully enlightened, because he understands that my chuppah is now. And my chuppah means that I'm getting married now. My spouse is brand new and I never knew my spouse. I don't know my spouse. Nothing is old about this moment. It's completely unknown what my spouse is about to say. It's completely unknown what I can give to this world. It's completely unknown. I don't know anything. But this demands a tremendous emptying of the mind, the emptying of the heart, the emptying of the ego, emptying of the sense of self. An emptying of hope for tomorrow. And the Balatani says, how do I make this real in my life? And that's the lotion that he uses over here. And this is why we spent all this year. Now when man will contemplate in the depths of his understanding. And he will picture in his mind how he comes into being nothing from nothing, from incomprehensible God into something right now. And this is what we're doing throughout the year. We're not just learning the words. We're trying to go to Oymek Avanasar. The picture with our own limited mind, how Hashem is creating us from the incomprehensible to now from the incomprehensible mind of God. Something we just created right this moment, a brand new being from nothing. Because he says this is a life, this is, the, this is the awareness that you have to have of life. If you have this awareness, you're fully alive. If you're aware of this, 
in that face of that awareness, there's no bad that could be in this world. Because there's only good. There's only the higher good. The higher good means your life. That you're alive right now. Good and bad, that you comprehend with your mind, measurement, is something you'll feel. This is good, that's bad. But the under, undertone, the underlying life that you have, that you've been created right now, that's the higher good. That's the ultimate pleasure. Why? Because your whole entire life you're trying to get to a better space. You know what that better space is? You know where that comes from? You know the pure... You want to know the pure reason? You want to know the good? The good. You want to know the good about the idea of the, of the next moment? Why is your whole life trapped in a future moment that's coming? Because ultimately speaking, a person is not happy with the level of godliness revealed in his soul right now. The level of meaning of this moment. If I'm brushing my teeth, I really want a deeper revelation of godliness. I want to be connected to the life of all the life. I want to, I'm addicted to life. And I want more life. So when I'm brushing my teeth, it's the mineral of life. And we talked about the animal and the human and, and the, the, the godliness in life. And of course, a person wants more of life. So he's always projecting a better moment. And ultimately says, I want to get to Ilam Haba. The future world, which is the future world I'm going to be able to see with a video. I'm going to see with a revelation, with a virtual reality. I'm going to have I'm going to see godliness. But over here the Balatanya says, you should know something, that the future world that you want is now. There's something much greater now. Do you understand what that means? And over here he says these words. The incomprehensible, which is God's wisdom. It is the source of life. And the goodness, and the pleasure, and the joy, and the bliss. The real translation of the word is bliss. You, you heard that? The eye and the incomprehensible that's creating you right now. This is the source. The greatest pleasure in the world. The greatest joy that you have in the world. The greatest ecstasy is right at this moment. Why? Because the chokmah of the Ebershah, the wisdom of God is creating you at this moment. It's the mocker, it's the source of life, goodness, the higher goodness. And bliss. And this is the bliss that's greater than Oilam Abba, the Gan Eden. You, you're trying to get the Gan Eden, right? Over there you can be watching a video. You make your choice now, you make your stand now, you're alive now. The people, all the Sadiqim, all the people in Gan Eden, they're not here, they can never make no choice. They're just witnessing, they're just spectators, they can't watch anything. But in one moment that you'll be highly sensitive to your spouse, highly sensitive to your child, highly sensitive to a poor person. To transcend the boundaries of self. To put away the ego. Only over here could you put away the ego. Only over here could you have the bliss of being fully alive. This is the bliss that's greater than Oilam Abba. You think Oilam Abba is great? It's the Gan Eden. It's the garden where you could witness the bliss. You know which bliss? The bliss that you have in this world. Do you know when you're going to arrive at that moment? It's this moment right now because the, pl the bliss that's happening in this moment right now is something unimaginable. And it's every moment from brand new. And it's something you could not hold. You have, to do, you have to be misbinding about this. This is a life long of witnessing. And when you witness this, you choose the bliss of all the blisses, which is the Torah Mitzvah, which is God. Because this wisdom that we're talking about, the incomprehensible wisdom, this is God. And you can only discover it through Torah Mitzvahs. You can only discover it through having Torah Mitzvahs. Because when you have Torah, that's the Chachm of the Ebershah, that's the wisdom of God. And that's beyond time and space. 
And when you have mitzvahs, it's the sanctification of all the organs, all the containers. It's to allow everything physical to be an organ with the flowing of God consciousness, the flowing of godliness flows through it, which is the ultimate bliss that could possibly be. And in the space of that, in the space of that, there cannot be such a, even though it's incomprehensible, person will give up everything just to have another minute of that. And to have another minute of that, that's pure, that's true, that's, that's, that's highly, highly aware that God is dwelling in, in, in my body right now, that God is dwelling in this world, that I'm close to God, that I feel God right now. If I feel God right now, then that's the purpose of my life. Then I'm aware, I'm aware of the bliss that there is. I'm aware of the ecstasy. I put away myself. But he says, But only because it's incomprehensible, we want to escape to some moment in the future. Therefore, you, you, you start to tell yourself that you have something bad at this moment, and some better moment, or you're suffering. Everything is good. If you're alive, that's the higher good. Because your body and your soul, and the, your body is being, is, is, is your body, which is your, 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 your vessel, which is, which is empty of everything, which is empty of godliness, is being animated. It's a dead body, but it's coming into life at this moment right now. All of life is happening this moment right now. And this moment won't last. You have to let go of everything, let go of everything. And if you fully understand this, you let go to all your attachments. And if you let go of all your attachments, then Yishkunar Hashem can happen. Then, the life, then everything will flow through you. Your, 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 your heart will be highly sensitive to another person. Your mind will be highly interested in learning Torah, something you don't know. You will be interested in living with your spouse because it's a brand new experience. Your life with every single person is brand new. You will be in a state of humility, in a state of, of, of true choice, of, of true vibrancy. There'll be no place for anything negative in your life. You will die to everything negative. You will end every single thing that's negative. Because you all, you'll recognize that my whole container is my whole body, my whole vessel. Everything that there is, is just that should be Yushkin Hashem, not anything else. Not for me to get caught up with anything else, not for me to be, a, be asleep. And when a person does this, he realizes that this is the purpose of his life. To discover lahamin Las asar to discover that there's no place, even my place of pain, where God is not there. And that pain, anything I'm going through, is just an awakener. So at this moment, there should be this idea of Yishkun Hashem, which means that Hashem should be revealed at this place.